Hey there, everybody. So, good, wonderful day. I don't know if it's morning or afternoon or evening for you, but I hope you're having a wonderful day. And it's interesting because every single morning I have a conversation with Christ. I take my iPad with its Apple Pencil and I have a folder or a document where I am writing down impressions, questions. I'm just chatting about my life with Christ. A lot of times I'll, I'll start off and I'll say, hey, Jesus, um, I, even if I'm like, I don't really know what to say. I'm like reading one of the entries that I had the other day. It's like, I've got plenty of things on my mind. You know, right now I'm concerned with, um, being a good steward over my money and my wife wants these updates for our kitchen because we're about to move into a new house and and just expressing what's on my mind in the moment. And I just want to encourage you all that are listening that you can have this same kind of relationship. Now, I get a lot of questions from people once they start into this or, or even just starting to listen to the Spirit or the Holy Ghost or intuition. Whatever you like to call it, there is a conscience within you. There is a light of Christ within you that speaks up for goodness, that speaks up for doing good things. And you can know that your thoughts and your feelings are from God if they prompt you to do good things. I mean, we read this even in Scripture. I believe it's in Moroni that it's like, how is, what is the way in which you'll judge? Well, the way in which you judge is that, you know, everything, if it is good, it is of God. And so... I just remember a talk given by David A. Bednar, and it was addressed to missionaries. And in this talk, he shared an experience when he was himself on a mission. And a man by the name of Boyke Packer came to visit his mission. He was a leader in the church, and he was kind of an assistant in the office, helping to coordinate things. And so he went with Boyke Packer to the train station. This was in Germany. And he went with him to the train station. And it was Boyke Packer and his wife. And as they were talking, they were just about to leave, just about to get on the train to travel to another country. And for some reason, Elder Bednar felt the need and had the thought to give him some money, give Boyke Packer some money. And not just like a couple of dollars, probably like 10 or $20, which at the time was a lot. So he says, hey, I don't know why, but I feel like I need to give you this um, for your travels. Here you go. And come to find out, the Boyke Packers' wife, they get on the train. And at this time, you know, the relationships and just the government and things within Germany was not the best. And they were 
holding people. It's like they would check people's passports on the trains as they were going from different countries. And, you know, if your passport was even close to being expired or uh, had anything wrong that they thought, they would just detain you. They would pretty much put you in prison and it would be a hard go just to try and get you out. And so they looked at her passport, Ford's wife, and her passport was just about to expire. And so they were a little concerned. So Ford Gitpacker, as he was about to hand his passport to the guards that were checking, he felt the need, had the thought, to put the money that was given to him by other Bednar in her passport. And so he gives it to the guard, guard returns it, money's gone, they make it through just fine. And before you go anywhere, I think a lot of people will say, oh, that is bribery. You know, and you can call it bribery or you could call it a righteous exchange. And that's, I think that's the way the other Bednar communicated it. It was totally right. But it's just like, oh, he just like felt the need to do that. And, and so it was just like, they were able to get through all right. Everything was, everything was fine. But the purpose of this story and, and what other Bednar wanted to communicate about this story to the missionaries, because this was addressed to missionaries, he says, Look, a lot of you think that this spirit is some grand manifestation. And I will be the first to tell you that when I was there in that moment, I didn't, there was no angelic host that came down and said, give this money to Boyd Packer. It wasn't like that. It was simply a thought. That's it. And so he told the missionaries, he said, listen, as long as you're being good, you're being a good boy and a good girl, as long as you're doing good things, your thoughts are the spirit. Now, some of you out there, you might be like, oh, I don't think so, man. That's just like, I have some bad thoughts lots of times. And I just want to clarify and kind of help you maybe even discern between some of the thoughts that you have. And the way I want to do this is that I feel like there are three voices that are common within the mind of man or within within you and within me and the first voice is that of the spirit and i want to let you know that when i have felt impressions from the spirit they're usually very clear very direct and very simple it's not it's not like a long soliloquy of a message it is go do this or say that or um, go to this place it's very simple ask this question or it might just be like here's the question like you never know um what the prompting could be but it's usually very simple and clear now you have that voice and then, and it's always going to be to do something good, like wholesome. <laughs> You're not going to receive any prompting to go hurt people, look at bad things, um, be a bad person, say horrible, mean things. It's like, that's not, we can know that's not the spirit. Those thoughts are not. 
Now, the other voice on the flip side, we can call it opposition, we can call it the enemy, we can call it Satan, we can call it the natural man, whatever it is, whatever title you want to give it, there is an opposing thoughts. And I would say thoughts because more often than not, it's going to be a slew, quite a few thoughts that are just like, no, don't do that. That's not a good idea. What if this goes wrong? I can't believe you think that, you know, just a list of thoughts opposing whatever good thing the spirit has invited you to do. And then there's the third voice. The third voice, I would say, is kind of, I would say, the brain. And it's your brain in the middle of these two opposing voices. And most often, that middle brain of yours is thinking, I don't know what to do. So imagine you've got two shoulder angels. You've got the spirit on one side. You've got Satan on the other. Angel says, do this. Very simple, very clear, very direct. You got the, the uh, devil shoulder angel, which is just like pelting you with chatter about not to do the thing or to do whatever's opposite of the thing. Sometimes you might get the problem it's like, don't do this thing. Don't go there. And then the opposing chatter will be, oh, but it will be really fun. Don't you think that would be awesome to do? Um, it's like, oh, but you're so tired. And maybe just this once. It'll say all the opposite of the thing that you know you need to do. So that's the opposing voice. And then in the middle is you. Your, well, your brain. And I would differentiate your brain from your heart because I feel like your heart's going to be connected to the angel, the shoulder angel that's telling you, and it's going to be connected to the spirit that's telling you to do the things that you know you need to do. But your brain sees and hears these two conflicting voices, and it's just like, uh, I don't know what to do. It's just sitting there. I don't know what to do. So you've got the direct voice, go to this. You've got the opposing voice, no, blah, 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 all this stuff. And then you've got you in the middle, your brain is just like, I don't know what, man, I don't know. And you know what? It's like, if you just keep listening to the voice of, I don't know, you never go anywhere. It's, it's like, I think there's um, a book, and I'm going to read it. It's uh, by C.S. Lewis. It's called The Screwtape Letters. It's pretty much a dialogue between, you know, Satan and one of his minions. And just this idea of what Satan tries to do to get us off of our journey, our path, what we're trying to create. And he talks about how uh, a lot of times it's just about distracting you. Distracting you from your mission. Distracting you from the calling that you have in your heart to go and build this thing. Distracting you from what promptings you've been given. And what better way than to confuse you? What better way than to just distract you with pleasures and pains and whatever, just like all these things to stop you from moving forward. And so you know this. And so what I want to be able to share with you in this message is just a recognition of and a building of the skill of discernment. And that is the skill that I love to teach my clients and to help them practice 
Because the more in which you practice actually talking with Christ, the more in which you practice actually discerning, following these impressions that you have, especially concerning your business, the more your business will grow, period. And if you can learn the skill of not only discernment, but also the skill of being able to honor, call it the skill of self-honor, because it's about you being able to honor the things in which you have been prompted to do. And if you can hear it and then you can follow it, if you can listen, hear it, follow it, and keep doing that, you will win. And that's the skill, those are the skills in which I teach my clients. And if that is something that you want to learn and want to continually engage in and practice, then my invitation is for you to set up a call with me. That's it. You get on a free call. We talk about where you are, what you're doing in your business, the difficulties that you have with it all, and how it is that you can incorporate Christ in all of it. That Christ can be your business partner. He can help you. He's really smart, really helpful, really helpful about helping you get through all the blocks that you have, mental blocks, the, you know, strategy blocks, whatever it is, your marketing blocks, all these things that you struggle with, being able to get your message out, being able to help people in the way that you want to help people, all of it can be solved by understanding and applying yourself to these skills. So if you're interested in that, um, you can go to entrepreneursofchrist.com. And you can find me there. I would say sign up for the freebie. From there, you can meet with me. That's what I want you to do. Go sign up for the freebie. Go sign up for the the, the course. The, it's like it is the resource and the training that I have prepared for you to be able to learn the skill. So it's like go there, get that thing. I call it the 5C framework. Get it, apply it, and then talk with me. And we'll, we'll help you with your business. All right, that's the message to you today, my friends, and we will talk to you later.